0: A podcast, resource, community, and digital media platform, this is Shmani Radio. What's up? It's me, your host, Anastasia Barbuzzi, and welcome back to Schmoney Radio. Tonight, surprise, yes, tonight I have a very special Father's Day special featuring my father, michele Barbuzzi, and my younger sister, Michaela. I am super, super happy to have them on the show, but just before we dive into this really fun reflection on all that our dad has taught us when it comes to personal finance and money, I just wanted to quickly explain why this is a two-parter. Due to some time constraints and some technical difficulties, unfortunately, I had to split this little chat into two parts, but... No worries about that because you'll have another fun little ditty to listen to next week on the show. But without further ado, let's jump right into this really fun chat with my dad and my sister about all that he's taught us over the years because he's taught us a lot. And uh, that's all I'll say for now. Today, I am very happy to be joined by my dad, Michael Barbuzzi or Michele, Barbuzzi is his real name, and Michaela Barbuzzi, my little sister. So I'll have you guys kind of introduce yourself to start, and then um, we'll get into some
1: questions. Well, good afternoon, Anastasia, and thank you again for inviting me on to Shmani Radio. After 26 or 27 episodes now that you've recorded, my only question to you is, Why did it take so long for me to get an invitation? But no, I'm just kidding. But thank you again for having me, and I'm very happy and honored to be here. And I wanted to take a moment to congratulate you on this wonderful platform that you've cultivated and nurtured and grown, and we're very proud of you and wish you nothing but the best going forward with this and all the good stuff that you're doing.
2: My name is Kayla Barbootsy. I'm Anastasia's little sister. Um, and thanks for having me, Stas. i um, a little
0: nervous here. Again, I'm very happy to be having these two by my side today because I thought it would be really fun to do some type of uh, Father's Day special or reflection like we did for Mother's Day with my mom, Cindy. So I kind of wanted to start with a backgrounder on you dad and you know how you grew up how you were influenced by your parents when it comes to personal finance and money because I know that a lot of the things that you've taught us over the years were things that you also you know took from Nona and Nono so can you give everyone a little bit of background?
1: Sure I mean uh, I, I was an immigrant kid uh, my parents immigrated to Canada, uh, your grandparents, when I was uh, three years old. So like a lot of immigrants that came to this country, uh, we didn't have a lot uh, uh, early on. Um, and uh, like a, again, like a lot of immigrants, they worked very, very hard, made a lot of sacrifices uh, and did everything they could to afford me and then eventually my two sisters that would be born here in Canada, um, a better life. So uh, my early recollections of finances and money is that uh, we didn't have much of it. <laughs> and uh, so we uh, consequently uh, were, were always reminded, uh, whether it was verbally or whether it was by their actions, that uh, money was something that needed to be valued um, that saving was important, uh, that it, sometimes it was, seemed like it was the most important thing, um, and that uh, uh, maintaining and taking care of your money was, was paramount, was very, very important because it meant uh, our survival. So um, those are the, the early, uh, uh, I guess, memories that I have. And then that just carried through. That just continued on. Even after my parents uh, both got very good jobs here and started really getting some traction and, and doing well and, and you know, uh, uh, sort of moving up the financial food chain, if you will, being successful, um, the idea of saving, the idea of being uh, prudent um, not cheap, but frugal and 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 really considering purchases and things like that was was important, and it was always there present in in, in our lives. Um, at one time, it was a very cash based sort of system i mean if and we were raised with the idea that if you don't have the money, you know maybe that thing is not for you or you know you don't buy it. we weren't dependent and we weren't so comfortable with credit and debt as I think as we are today. So, um, that was an ever present sort of theme in our household. And, and that's what I grew up knowing and understanding.
0: Can you talk a little bit about how you started earning money? Cause part of that was actually, um, one of the first jobs you had, or I guess like salary jobs was working at the same factory that your parents worked at, right?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, Technically, my, I, I got my first job when I was 10 years old. Uh, that, was, that was another thing that was important, was that we had to work. As soon as we were able to, uh, we had to go and earn money and understand uh, that you needed to prioritize your job um, and, uh, and your commitment to that employment so, I mean, my first job was a paper route. I was de- delivering the Windsor Star, um, and then I went on to work at uh, a small grocery uh, in downtown Windsor, Consumers Market, when I was about thirteen or fourteen years old, and uh, had to ride my had to ride my bike there every Saturday morning. There were no rides, um, or I'll drive you in, anything like that. Um, so, uh, uh, and then later I went on to work at service industry. Pizza, pizza places, and things like that through high school, and but there was always a job. There always had to be money that you had to earn because it wasn't nothing was just going to be given. Um, and uh, yeah, and then um, after I went to university, I took a break for about a year, year and a half, and decided I wanted to go and 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 earn and just basically take a break from school, and and then I, I, I went to work at General Motors where my mother worked uh, initially. And that was my first really good earning job. Uh, and, uh, because, uh, I started working there. I mean, I was able to buy my first house when I was 23, almost 24, put a sizable down payment on it. Um, so there was always the emphasis was there. My sisters were the same way they, they had to work, they had to have jobs and they did. Um, so it was clear early on that that was how, you know, we were expected to, to, to uh, go about our lives and start earning a living as soon as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. And in the forty-six years you've been working, forty-six, right? 46? I'm fifty-six,
1: so yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to call it forty-six years of work, I mean, you know, those those jobs that I had when I was a kid were part-time and on Saturdays and what have you. But yeah, I've been employed. For 46 years.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in those 46 years, you've obviously learned a lot. Um, I hope so. <laughs> now, I mean, well, you have yeah. because you're very successful now and in a very good paying job now. And you've worked very, very hard for that. But um, before Michaela and I kind of get into some of the biggest lessons that you've taught us with you know personal finance or about personal finance and money i'd love to know maybe like three of the biggest lessons you've learned over that time period um in relation to personal finance
1: well i would say there's there there's a few that i can think of um i I think first of all um One thing that I've learned is that and and not that I can necessarily say that I've experienced this myself, but that I've seen happen and that's always been a deterrent and uh, that I've always been, I think, apprehensive or afraid of is that it's very, very easy to get into debt. Uh, But sometimes not so easy, in fact, can be quite difficult to get out and it becomes like a vicious sort of circle. That's one thing that I've always avoided, uh, because I had an, an innate fear, maybe instilled by my parents, that that was just not something that I ever wanted to do, uh, because I've seen it really destroy uh, some people. Uh, so that's one thing I've learned from from observing other other people's behaviors. So, and that's one thing I've always been conscious of. Secondly. Um, We've become very impulsive in our society, and I've always avoided being impulsive with money. Something may look fantastic on the surface, something may, and we all have wants and needs and likes, but I've always been tried to be patient and wait and really think it over and think it through two, three, four times, and is this a good purchase? That What do I gain? What do I lose? What do I benefit? How do I benefit from it? Um, things like that. So to be thoughtful about it and not be impulsive. Um, and that, that uh, saving has become almost a lost art, that we don't do it anymore. And that before you do anything, I've always tried to A, pay any bills off or any, uh, 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 anything that I owed was always first. Then if there was anything left, then uh, I could look at it like, well, maybe we'll do something else with this money. But for example, what I mean by that is you know, when the hydro bill comes in or when the, electric, um, the gas bill comes in or if you made a purchase on a credit card, for example, uh, those get paid off. I've always tried to pay those off immediately. Those come first. You get those out of the way. And if it means that this weekend all, of you, all you've got left over, for example, is $100 after all your expenses and you've done growth, then maybe you don't go out this weekend. Maybe you wait until next weekend. Um, I think too often we just kind of say, huh, if, whether I, I have it, I have it. If I don't, I don't. Uh, it'll all work out. If I just make the minimum payment, then next month I can make another payment. Um, things like that. So... Those are the things that I've always that I've always learned, and um, investing early. Uh, I started investing when I was 20 years old uh, with a friend of mine, actually, who uh, grad- graduated, who was a little bit older than me, graduated from Saint Francis Xavier University um, as a financial planner and wealth wealth manager. Um, and if I would give any advice to you, I know I have to to all of you, but um, it's not initially about the amounts it's the fact that you start early on even $25 a week even $50 whatever you think you can afford and to always make sure that that's foremost in your mind that that has to be taken care of as as almost as an as a necessity so I've learned over the 36 years that I've been investing you see you see, you, 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 uh, you see the fruits of that years later you may not see it right away but investing early and doing it consistently even if it means that you didn't go to the show that weekend that that 50 bucks went to your investment and not to going to see a movie or something years later down the line you will you will thank yourself for doing that
0: i think those are all very good lessons and i think at like at the most basic level they're just important for everyone to do like very just fundamental basic things even like you know, paying, spending only what you can afford, paying all your bills on time. Those are all very like basic level things that I think only become more important in, you know, later stages of life too. But going off of that, you brought up saving. That's one of the things that I think I want to touch on in some of the biggest lessons you've taught me personally about personal finance. But going back to like the ground floor kind of like observations I've made over time I think one of the biggest things you've taught me is that hard work is rewarded by I want to say higher earnings maybe I'm not putting this in the most like eloquent way but like you work hard for what you earn and um, I feel like that's something that was instilled in you as well by like your parents so like what's your take on that
1: absolutely I mean I think there's a there's a I mean the old saying is you you know you reap what you sow um and in in finances as 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 it is in just about anything else um you do get back what you put in um so it's important that um I think that young people today understand that that um you know, time is, is fleeting and that uh, while I absolutely understand uh, that uh, we need to enjoy ourselves as well, I'm not saying that we didn't enjoy ourselves. I mean, we vacationed uh, when you girls were younger. I mean, we we, we did a lot of things um, to give you certain experiences and that. I'm not saying that that's not important. It is important, in fact, uh, and that all, again, ironically, ties back into You have to budget for, hey, we're going to put away 50 bucks a week or whatever the case may be so that we can go rent that cottage this summer or whatever whatever, uh, you enjoy doing. That's also important, but um, that you absolutely reap the fruits of the sacrifices and the things that you sometimes deny yourself, you will... Reap those rewards, you know, tenfold later on down the line. At the end of the day, um, if we stop looking at it like, if I don't buy this or if I don't go do this with my friends this weekend, I'm missing out on something, then I think making sacrifices and saving and becomes a easier, becomes more more palatable. Uh, there'll be other opportunities. There's always a, another opportunity to go do that thing. Um, but if you know that this week you're a little short, then you don't do it.
0: Yes, I think that's something we've all kept in mind. I mean, all three sisters over the years. Michaela, is there a lesson, a very important lesson that you've taken from dad? Like, what's your number one, maybe?
2: Um... I would say that basically the lesson that has stuck with me the most is just like the value of hard work. It's like there was, we started working as soon as we could because the day that we were old enough, dad was like, okay, sit down, we're making your resume. And then I'm going to drive you to all these places because we didn't have our license yet. And you're going to hand your resume and you're going to get a job. And then we both started working at the same restaurant, well, me a year after you, but and I still to this day since it was my first job still work there it's like almost seven years now and it was a job that I could usually only work on most of the weekends and I missed out on a lot of things that my friends got to do because I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday most of the time but then in the end they were all out having fun but I was making money and then I could do a lot more things in the end, because I, I was working hard and saving money for times like, well, dad, when I turned 18, took me to the bank and said, okay, you're going to sit down with um, somebody there, a financial planner or whoever, and see what you can do in terms of investing or opening a TFSA or an RSP retirement savings plan. And I've been putting money away in both of those since I was 18, so that in the long run, I'm... Saving for my future and for myself and for one day when I have a family or or in any situation in the future that I'll be covered and I'll have my bases covered Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be able to be that much more ahead because I started when I was young. And that's what dad always said is you're going to start at a young age and then as you get older, you're going to appreciate more and more the fact that I didn't let you go there and you had to work. Or you're gonna, you can't buy that thing because you can't afford it. You have to pay your bills first. Those are all really
0: good observations, Kay. And and you're right. Like uh, I think our points are very similar in the sense that like you know not not only just like start from a young age so that like you're in a better position for the future. You're
2: developing good habits
0: that way. Yeah, but you're developing better habits, and like you you I think you tend to value hard work and take more pride in things like your personal finances and money when you are so committed to it and that whole process of like saving taking care of of yourself and your money so yeah I think those are all really good lessons going off of those I think another one of the most important things you taught me is the value in ownership over being like a lifetime renter or like you know, constantly owing for things, I think I'm, you know, I always set a goal for myself knowing that I always kind of looked up to you and the way you have handled of like our family's money and how you've always just, you know, been such a provider for us in every single way. But I always thought that it was so amazing that you were already, you know, building credit and Owned something at my age. So, like 23, 24, you were able to buy your first home. And I've been fortunate enough that with my fiance, I was able to purchase my own home this year at the age of 24 as well. So, that was like a goal accomplished, but I don't think I maybe would have set that goal in the first place if I, you know, didn't have like a good example to follow. So, can you speak maybe a little bit on like, why you've always instilled that belief in us. Like what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, congratulations on the purchase of your new home. Um, you will find out very soon that, uh, uh, maintaining a property, um, can be, uh, financially, uh, straining at times. Um, the day may come where you'll need a new roof, or you may, you may need some, some new windows, or God forbid, knock on wood, it doesn't happen, but you have some drainage issues, and the next thing you know, you're, you're into are into $15,000, $20,000, $30,000, which you, you, you didn't expect. Uh, but I'm not wishing that on you at all. You, you bought a very nice home, so I think you'll be, you'll be okay. It's in great, in great condition. Um, but the reason I've always felt that way is because of pride. And it comes down for me, it comes to pride and valuing things. I've found by and large, this, may not, this is not textbook, this is not written in stone, it's just something that I think I, I believe, is that by and large, people that have ownership take pride. And when you take pride, it shows. And you value it, and you maintain it, and you take care of it. And by doing that, you maintain the value of it. And what that means is that one day down the line, when you go to sell a property or a home or a vehicle or, or, or something of value, if it's maintained and it's taken care of and it's been updated, and, and that is immediately, that's evident. That's evident immediately. And it, what it does is it, it ensures that you're gonna get maximum value back for that investment. I found people that don't have that attachment to something are, are less likely to really invest the time, the energy, or the money to to maintain it.
0: If you took something meaningful away from this episode, please consider smashing that subscribe button on whichever podcast platform you listen through, and maybe even check out the ratings and review section too. If anything, send word down in Vine. I really do appreciate it. And as always, please see the show notes for more details on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. This is Schmoney Radio. Is this thing on?